0: A big day of racing, not just here in Sydney, but the Gold Coast, Melbourne as well. Time to try and back us a couple of winners. Let's now go to the SEN track racing expert, Miles Fitzner. Miles, welcome along to Sports Central. How's your afternoon going?
1: Hey, Glenn. Very well, actually. We're just a um, nice little same race multi saluted there at Flemington, and uh, the boys on track side are going pretty well, but there's uh, certainly plenty of winners to be had today. Great days racing with not- the Magic Millions, and then the feature. Flemington being the standish.
0: Nice to uh, nice to get him to salute early, mate.
1: Certainly is. It gives you a bank for the day and then you can sort of play a little bit and operate. So, um, look, notoriously, um, the Gold Coast meeting can be particularly tricky, but I think this year it lines up sort of in the favour of the punters.
0: Now, it's a huge, not just David, a week up on the Gold Coast with the Magic Millions. It all started as a as a yearling sale with Jerry Harvey and, and Singo a few years ago now, but it, um, it, it's really become a, a carnival-like atmosphere up there.
1: Yeah, it certainly has, Glenn. And look, I spent nearly seven years working up there with them mm. in, in, a, in a small capacity at Magic Millions, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger every year. And well, we've seen that again this year that they run the horses on the beach as an exhibition, and the barrier draw, the cow cutters. But I think probably with the push. Um, of, of the sort of the, the toughness in the economy that people are expecting the sales to be down a fraction but instead we've probably seen um hikes that we weren't expecting to see and, and horses a lot of lot still making over a million dollars and we even saw some horses or some stallions in particular average close to nearly four hundred thousand so it's been a magnificent sale so far um, but it is one of those places where you can lose the value of a dollar very very quickly <laughs> and you see horse after horse after horse go through the ring make two and three hundred thousand that people get a little excited and say gee I should be buying one here and then they realize about a week and a half later that they've just bought um, they've bought a horse that's probably similar to the value of a, of a luxury SUV <laughs> or, or a house <laughs> or a house well not in Sydney but certainly a house somewhere down here so uh, yeah you lose the value of a dollar very quickly but it's certainly good fun.
0: Those people are the auctioneer's dream.
1: They are the auctioneer's dream. And look, I remember years. I remember years ago that they, they run the race day today, and then people walk over and they do a night selling session there at Magic Millions. Mm. And I remember um, that they used to just let the public walk in, and then everyone would bet, and we'd be spotting bids there. And I remember a couple of times that the a couple of blokes had had a few too many and put the hand up, and then when walked over and asked to sign up for the horse. Um, They uh, were were, uh, surprised at the fact that, oh, no, I was only joking. Well,
0: that's
1: that's (laughs) tough, mate. At at an auction, uh, with the law, you're responsible if you put your hand up to bid. So uh, they did change the rules a little bit that you had to be registered for the night session. But I certainly have seen a couple of guys there, thought they were being funny in front of their mates, and try and buy a horse and then try to wave it off. Goodness me. With a horse close to 200000 So, yeah, it, it gets interesting late at night. Don't worry about that.
0: Now, some legit bidders uh, this week, the Tiako Racing Syndicate, while it's probably a little bit lighter, didn't they have a, uh, didn't they have a, sp- a spend?
1: Yeah, they certainly did. I mean, David Ellis had a crack at, at uh, a bloodline that he certainly knows too well. I mean, they've seen that Kiwi mare in Avantage uh, be nothing short of fantastic. So, I mean, the, the big boys come to play, the Coolmores, Tiakos, you name it, Yule Longs. Good uh, don't probably go as hard in these healing sales as they breathe a lot of their own. But um, it, it's the sport of kings for a reason and probably Magic Millions Week really emphasizes the fact that, that there aren't too many up there just poking around making sort of fifteen and $20,000 to try and race. Uh, there are some lots under 100000 but mm. you've got to remember they're buying yearlings. And so it, it's a long time before these horses even get to the racetrack if they do. So you do have to tread lightly, but um, look, it, it's one of those places, it's good fun, it's vibrant, uh, the best of the best that, that have come out of that sale, they all race today. They've got to pay up for these race series. And then they get to run around on a race day like today at the Gold Coast, over 11 races for um, highly inflated prize money and, and bonus schemes. So uh, they do it extremely well. Uh, and, and But if you've never been to the Magic Millions, I would encourage that you go and have a look because it's something else. Absolutely something else.
0: One for the, uh, for the punters to put on the bucket list. Now, Magic Millions Classic, $1,200 meter $3 million race for two-year-olds. Who are you liking in this one this afternoon?
1: Look, every form analyst in Australia, Glenn, has gone for, um, for Storm Boy. And I'm not a ratings guy. I'm a replay guy and I like watching horses. And, look, I've been burnt in some of these two-year-old races before. So taking the $2.45 about Storm Boy that everyone's tipping is just probably a bit too much uh, bigger risk for me. So I actually backed two horses a little bit lower uh, in the ballot, in the Four Highness, which was actually six fifty-seven dollars about midday yesterday, into $4.80 this morning, and the money will continue to come for it. And then there's a horse there trained by Lloyd Kennewell and Lucy Yeomans called Wolfgang, was around $20 into $14. So I've had two very, very small plays uh, in the two-year-old race on Highness and Wolfgang, if you want to know how wide open I think it is, my quaddie numbers are 1, 2, 4, 5, 8 and 11. So there's a host of chances in these two-year-old races. So you just have to tread lightly and being the first leg of the quaddie, if you're putting a quaddie on, make sure you go wide.
0: All right. That's race eight coming up a little bit later on the afternoon. Uh, a three-year-old race up there in the Gold Coast as well.
1: Yeah, the three-year-old race, um, look, just as big a feature as the two-year-old. Um, so those that sort of maybe follow Essie and track or follow any of my dabble profiles. I backed a horse here called VC in the middle of December at $51. It's into $12 now at the moment. Uh, I still think it's a good winning hope. Um, I think Sofredo, the one, is probably the biggest danger around about the $7 mark. But once again in the quaddy, I've tried to shop overs and find value. Uh, 1, 4, seven, nine, and 10. So still wider again and probably not having any of my best bets or load up jobs in the two or three year old races there.
0: All right, Miles, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, have a great afternoon on the punt, and uh, hope you're back a winner or two.
1: Uh, hopefully we do, Glenn. If you do want the best bet, though, up there at the Gold Coast, so I, I'm pretty sure that Lady Laguna in the last should be winning. So the get-out-of-jail stakes, all or nothing, race 11, number three, and hopefully the listeners up there in Sydney uh, can find a winner on Magic Millions Day.
0: Good on you, Miles. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon on Sports Central. And don't forget... What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.